eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You're listening to the Upper Hand Fantasy Podcast. Now, here's your host, Faraz Sadiqi and Zach Rizzuto. Let's move on to running backs, okay? Uh, Christian McCaffrey, Kyron Williams, Rashad White. For me, it hasn't... <laughs> I, I don't think these guys are dependent on matchups at all. Like no. these are just these are just like for me the three main staples since like three weeks ago that like they're just the top three my top three for me every single week regardless of the matchup like I don't care what the matchup is they're probably going to be in a very similar order like maybe if the matchup is like so good for Rashad White I'll move him above Kyron Williams but I like Kyron Williams matchup more than Rashad White this this week um, the good thing about Rashad White though is that Jacksonville is one of the worst teams in terms of giving up production it, you know through the air to running backs and that's Rashad White's specialty, right? Yep. And we haven't seen those like really high reception numbers out of Rashad White over the past several weeks, like we've seen earlier, you know, in the year, because he's actually run the ball a lot better in the second half of the year than he has in the first half. But this is his wheelhouse, and this is every single running back that goes up against Jacksonville ends up pulling down like four or five receptions. So I think this is a, a really high ceiling game for him, especially in the in the in, in the receiving game. Um, but then obviously Kyron Williams just just getting ridiculous volume and actually performing like a good running back. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Do you think people realize how good Rashad White's been this year? Um, he's not. I think it's like the, the gap between, you know, Christian McCaffrey and these next running backs is so big that he kind of blots out the sun a little bit. But White, I mean. 16 points per game. Okay, it's it's really it's good. It's not elite by any means, but his consistency, he has just been standard his, deviation is like zero. Like he's like, like he's so consistent. He's so consistent. He hasn't had a single point game since week six. Um, he's gotten you at least 13 points every week since then. He hasn't put up any 30 point games, but it's 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 always hovering between like 15 and you know 25 or something like that. And yeah. like you just said. 
He actually hasn't recently been getting it done on the ground, but he he's had 20 rush attempts in three straight games. And if that at any point he can get 10 receptions, like that's in his yeah. range of outcomes. And you just add that to the volume he's getting on the ground. It's it's almost impossible to rank him outside the top five every single week, regardless of the matchup. A hundred percent, man. Um, Let's make sense of this. And we talked about Alvin Kamara. You're obviously playing him. I have him at four this week. Um, but Raheem Mostert and Devon Achan, you know, assuming that Achan will be a little bit healthier this week, you know, with that toe injury going into last week, you know, I think, you know, he had a decent role last week. I, I don't think it would have been the, the same role if he was completely healthy. I think he might have got some more touches. And usually in the second half of games, when Miami's leading by 30 points, usually that running back would get some touches in the second half like the guy who didn't get in the first half would get in the second half like we've seen before we've seen both of it happen like Devon H in the first um Raheem Moser in the second but I think because of that injury that he's facing I think Raheem Moser is a must start um you know we saw what James Cook did against Dallas last week Tyreek Hill you know probably won't be 100% I would assume Miami leans into the run game once once again um I'm starting Raheem Moser over Devon H but like he's a must start for me and then H is more of a uh, upside RB2 play. Yeah, yeah. I have A-Chain right now. I, it's kind of hard to rank him. I feel like just he, he just very makes hard, me a yeah. little bit nervous. Um, his upside, we know what it is. I've got him ranked as kind of a back-end RB2 with definitely upside, though. You just have to – it would, would it be nice, like, after this Thursday game, if you have an idea, if you're playing from behind – I'm 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 wanting a chain in my lineup, you know, just just because yeah. of the upside that he provides. But but yeah, Mostert, like you said, I got him at seven this week. This yeah. guy, he's going to be arguably the best draft pick of, of drafts this year. He's just been right. so good. Yeah, man, and, and I, I have James Cook pretty high too. I have him at six. He's just been on fire. Um, and I talked about him a lot, you know, this week. Um, and, and I talked about his utilization. His underlying metrics like really going down since Joe Brady took over, like snap count, um, you know, uh, his his uh, his route participation under 50 percent. But the key has been the the rate at which he's been targeted on the routes he is running. His target targets per route run has increased tremendously since Joe Brady took over. The type of routes he's running, when he's getting the ball, how he's getting the ball has completely changed. Right. And obviously they they leaned on him in the ground game last week against Dallas. Right. So he's just killing it right now. And and it's one of those things where for me, you know, I'm a big analytics guy, right? I, I look at the numbers, I look at the underlying metrics, and that is a huge factor into how I rank these guys, right? So if I see a guy like Gus Edwards getting like, you know, two touchdowns a game, but he's getting like eight touches, you know, and he's not explosive, you know, I probably won't be ranking him as an RB1. Right. However, mm -hmm. <laughs> in this scenario with James Cook, it's it's one of those things where you just have to ride the momentum sometimes. Right. And I think this is an example of that. I totally think that. Yeah, he's they're using him. He's uh, arguably their best weapon right now. Um, what I like about him, too, is like you just said, when he does get targeted, he catches almost everything like nothing. There's hardly any drops or just misfires between him and Allen. He's got 47 targets on the year. He's got 40 of them. And he's good after the catch, too. Like, he, you know, just two catches last week, 42 yards. Five catches the week before, 83 yards, 57 yards. He's he's getting decent yardage. He's efficient. Um, I think, like you said, you got to ride the wave. How do you feel about Joe Mixon this week? I, I don't know if you've noticed this, but Chase Brown uh, has been pretty involved um, over the last – two weeks 
last week before so chase brown ended up getting hurt in the third quarter he ended up leaving the game um and then coming back into the game in the fourth quarter before he left the game he was leading in in opportunities and touches over mixon so now going into this week like listen i'm still ranking mixon high because i still think he's gonna get volume i, th- I still think they're gonna depend on him um you know on the ground game uh in the ground game this because I think this is a, a decent matchup. Also, you know, on the other side of the ball, you know, the, Pittsburgh has serious quarterback issues, right? They are starting they're starting Mason Rudolph at quarterback. So the game script should be there for this entire running game. So there could be a lot of touches to go around. But uh, like Chase Brown could be coming on more than we think here. And it could be less apparent if you were just looking at the box score after the game last week. Yeah, no, he is. I actually really liked Chase Brown in the draft process. Um, he didn't get drafted, or, or no, he's a fifth round pick. Sorry, he didn't get drafted where I thought where I was hoping he would. So I was a little bit cautious of him because of the draft capital. But the guy was an uber athlete, a good receiver, um, and I think he's the better running back right now. Like, so I think there is some reason to be worried. I still like Joe Mixon. I'm not like super down on him, but you know, I. He, what is he? The RB was mixing like the RB seven on the year, something like that. I got him ranked as, and that's where, mid- that's, that's where I have him. <laughs> Dude, this week you have him there. It's, it's. I do, I do. It, you know, it's, it's hard it's, not to have him outside the top ten. I agree. It's a good matchup. Um, I'm actually looking. I'm too low on him right now because I got him uh, like as a mid range RB two this week. He's kind of in a yeah. tier with a lot of these guys. Like that. There's actually a lot of running backs with good matchups this week. There's you know Swift, very good matchups. Br- yeah, Brees Hall, Derrick Henry, even at ETN. Mm-hmm. I don't mind his matchup that much. So um, he's kind of in that range for me. And like me having him at 15 versus you having him at would you say seven? It's actually not eight. as crazy yeah, seven, yep. at, at eight. It like that's a big kind of a big tier for me. So I get I get moving him up that high um, just because the matchup's good, but. But I don't know. I I am a, a a fan of Chase Brown, so I could see him still yeah. getting more work. I can see it too. I think it's somewhere in the middle where I have him ranked too high, and you might have him ranked too low. I think that's I think, fair. Um, I'm looking at this right now, like because you know I'm looking at a few of the other guys, like who do I trust the most? And I'm looking at Pacheco coming off the shoulder injury. I'm looking at Josh Jacobs coming off his injury. Um, yeah. I'm looking at Brees Hall. Like how much do I trust that situation? Um, you know what I'm saying? And and it's just a few question marks here, but then yeah. these guys have good matchups, right? And I'm looking at Jameer Gibbs, you know, against Minnesota, you know, a little bit of a tough matchup there too. Uh, even Gibbs. though I do think, <laughs> they, but it's Gibbs, right? And they can get it done through the air. Yeah. Um, now, if you had Brees Hall and Bijan Robinson in your lineup last week, the, cha- the chances that you made it past the first round uh, were not high. But no. if you had a bye week, Right or you know you somehow made it through despite the terrible performances. You're faced with a dilemma this week, right? And and I think I'm likely going to have both of these guys in my lineup this week. Okay, and, and I know it's like it's 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 crazy. Okay, but you know w- with Brees, like I'm assuming Zach Wilson plays. Okay, like Brees has an amazing matchup. He had a bad matchup last week. I was still willing to play him, um, but this week it's really tough to have him out of my lineup. Right with this matchup and. And um, again, this is if Zach Wilson plays. Okay. If he doesn't play, I'm going to be moving him down. And then Bijan, is Arthur Smith really going to do this again? Like, I, I don't <laughs> see I don't see a reason for him to. Uh, of course, I'm speaking logically. Um, and we know Arthur Smith isn't all about that. But Indy is such a good matchup. Okay. If I 
if I leave Bijan out of my lineup this week, I better have some really good options. Vegas is expecting a close game, according to Fantasy Life's Game Hub, but the Colts are allowing the third most rushes per game against them by running backs, the eighth most rushing yards, the second most rushing touchdowns, the fifth most receiving yards to running backs per game, the fourth most yards per reception. I can't give it up, dude. So the the, the guys who absolutely kill lineups in week 15, I think I'm back in this week, especially Bijan. Um, like, again, if Zach Wilson doesn't play, I'll move Brees down the ranks a little bit. Um, he becomes a little bit easier to replace. But even then, like depending on my options, he, he might just have to be in my lineup as well. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, I'm, I closed my eyes and I just pushed Bijan up to six. He's my <laughs> RB six this week. I like, I don't feel great about it, but let's just, you know, like in men in black, when they took that like flashy thing and you just like, forget, you know, what just happened. They do that flashy thing. Right. If I just do that for last week, Bijan was on a roll. He was doing very right. well. Uh, I, and I think it started when everyone was questioning, you know, they've been doing it all season, but Arthur Smith was taking a lot of heat about not playing Bijan more. And then he had that big 27 point game against New Orleans. My hope, uh, just like you just said, I hope that pressure got to him a little bit this week. Um, they're talking about his job, even, you know, uh, even the, the owner was asked about it. So my hope is, eh, I better get Bijan the ball a little bit more. The guy I used the, what the fifth pick on maybe i should give him the ball so i agree with you this is an insane matchup for him if the matchup wasn't so good i probably wouldn't be this high but the matchup just too good i think he's gonna have a good game yeah i i, I do as well it, it's tough though i totally understand the hesitancy to putting him back in your lineup but like listen we're here it's a one game sample size at this point you know what i'm saying this is you just need to win one game if we need to win one game i think Bijan should be in there I also, heard a, I, get it. I also heard a funky stat. I don't remember the exact stat, so you'll have to look it up, but uh, that the Colts have hit the over on like every game this season. <laughs> so makes sense. You know, maybe, maybe it'll happen again. Makes sense. Makes sense. Um, who would you rather start this week? Kenneth Walker or Devin Singletary? <sighs> that is a tough one. I got to see where I have them ranked now. Um, you, you know why I'm asking, right? Because I didn't get my question answered earlier. <laughs> Which one was, oh, about your lineup. Uh, so I'm going to go, I'm going to go with probably Kenneth Walker. Um, okay. I think there's a chance Singletary gets more volume than Walker does, but I like the matchup better for, for uh, Walker. Um, I don't love the matchup as much for Singletary. So I'll, I'll, I'm going to say Walker for this one. All right. Sounds good. All right. We got to wrap it up soon. Um, but I do want to mention a couple of other guys real quick. Um, who you know, I think will get the volume and have decent matchups. Zeke Elliott, we talked about him earlier. Um, how are you feeling about Aaron Jones uh, this week without AJ Dillon? You just just a ten second synopsis. I think we're getting we're, we we might finally get one Aaron Jones game this year. Um, love it. There maybe not a thirty Carolina. point game, but like but like a fifteen to twenty point game. I'm hoping. I love that. I want to yeah. hear it. Give me more. Um, okay. <laughs> uh, what about Austin Eckler? Where do you have him this week? 
Oh God! I, I, out of respect, I have him ranked as because I respect him. I have him ranked as a mid-range RB two. I, I, it's just so bad there right now. This offense, I have it's him, hard to rank him any higher. Him, but I have him at twenty-seven. Oh gosh! You know what? I had him that I had him low like that, but I. This is what I said. Respect. I, I moved, respect. It's out of respect. Sheer respect. Out of respect. <laughs> it's so bad. It's, we'll, we'll see if I end up moving him up by Saturday, but we'll see. It's a big game. It's not right, a great guys. matchup. Yeah, it's not. All right. This is going to do it for this episode, guys. We appreciate you so much. Again, uh, the rankings are at upperhandfantasy.com. Go check out Steve's uh, podcast as well, Fantasy Guides. You can find that on any podcasting platform and Fantasy Guides on Instagram. We'll have all the links in the description. We'll talk soon, guys. Take it easy. Steve, appreciate you, man. Take it easy, guys. See ya. Thanks, Bye. 2400 Sports is an Odyssey company. 